Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh no. <laughs> guess who guess who fucked up the yeah. audio? Oh no! I had it set to the wrong input. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, it's fine. Do we want to revisit any of the things that we said in the past eight minutes? Only eight minutes, though. We've done worse. Yeah. Or I have yeah. done worse in previous episodes. So yeah, do we want to hit any of the points that we... um? hit before we went into our first question. I don't even remember. Uh, we're back. Oh, the teaching. You're famous oh, now. Um, someone tried to hit on you via professor evaluation in grad school. Uh-huh. All that fun stuff. The world should know that I'm a babe. According to that one guy in at where was this? Ohio State. According to that one guy at Ohio State in what year? <laughs> it would have been spring two thousand nine. In, in spring of two thousand and nine. Yeah, she's, she's a babe. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, it's it's very important, very serious. It is my most prized evaluation in. What year is this? This is not my 14th year of teaching, so. Very proud. Um, also, I was thinking, if we... <laughs> when we get famous from this and start touring, they're going to have to give you tenure. Oh, sure, and that would look really great on my people are going to be, like, coming to Geneseo specifically to take your classes. That's true. I like to believe people do good anyway. Just, you know, <laughs> lie to myself. You know, we all we all tell our little our little things to make life just a little bit better. Um, want to revisit our points of the um rather fucked up first question I chose for us? Sure, we can try to hit the high points. <laughs> so we already spent like ten minutes discussing this, but the question was, do you think the top part of a mermaid also tastes like fish? Or would it actually be red meat? And then there are some sub-questions. Would there be a solid line where the meat changes in their body, or would it kind of blend? And then finally, could you make a surf and turf platter with one carcass? And we said that depending on the kind of mermaid you're talking about, like a Disney mermaid, you probably could make a surf and turf platter with one carcass, because, like, 
you know, The Little Mermaid, it's so very clearly drawn as, like, half, like, completely, like, down the middle half fish, and then other half human. Oh boy, and it appears frozen. Really just not doing great. Oh, you're moving again, cool. Oh no, why can't I hear you? Why does God hate me? Does that make a difference? Can you hear me? Okay, Discord is still picking you up. Okay, interesting. Okay. So my headphones just turned off without telling me that they turned off or like giving any indication that they had turned off whatsoever. That was fun. That was cute. Um, but it does appear to be working again, I think. Let's make sure I have the correct Is this the point where I'm going to need you to say some things? Oh, so you know that you can hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, apparently God does not want us to record this episode, but that's fine. Yeah. Some sort of curse action happening, clearly. Well, Maddie and I did think and I feel like this is just further proof that we do have a ghost that, like, messes with the podcast. Interesting. So maybe they're back. Um, but as I was saying, depending on the kind of mermaid you're talking about, I think in, like, a Disney mermaid, there would be a solid line. But in, like, those freaky, yeah. like, Harry Potter mermaids that look, like, almost entirely fish, like, 90% fish, 10% human... Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just all fish, or it would be like, there would have to be some sort of blend. So those are my hot takes on that question. Yeah, because I feel like, and now I'm thinking about it even more, like the Harry Potter type mermaids. Yeah. And thinking about how they have to have human vocal cords. Because fish don't have vocal cords. This is very true. I assume they're not capable of making noise for the most part. I've never thought about it. I thought about it either actually especially the vocal cords would have to be human uh-huh and so in a way there is sort of a dividing line in the sense that like it might be like all fish up to a certain point but then you hit 
of human body parts. So it really might just be human just instead of just a clear line. Okay, yeah. I, if, it, if those are the mermaids we're talking about, I buy that. Yeah. I do buy that. Um, so I think my final answer is depending on the kind of mermaid you're talking about, potentially, yes, you could make a surf and turf platter. Ignore the fact that we are dabbling in some light cannibalism. That's okay. You know, Bottom Party did it. It's necessary, sometimes. Not probably in this case. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> you could be lost at sea. You could be lost at sea, but I feel like if that's the kind of fantasy road we're going down, it's probably like the mermaid, like there's like a hot mermaid or merman that takes you to, I don't know, like a deserted island. And then they're your lover or something. I don't know. I thought you were gonna say it takes you to Flavor Town. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I say before then that in any way indicated that might be the direction that we are going in? The entire conversation about you being mermaid. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna say that you eat them after they are like taking you to a deserted island and flirting with you. Why? Because if it's a deserted island, there might not be anything else to eat there. I don't know. There might be some fruit trees. Yeah, how long can you eat coconuts? I don't know. Amelia Earhart probably did it for a while before the coconut crabs got her. I'm just pushing real hard to eat this mermaid. I don't know why. I've been listening <laughs> to a podcast on the Donner Party, like, all day. Ah, uh, so you got to the Donner- those ones are fun. Once again, referencing last podcast on the left. Because we have an unhealthy obsession. It gets stuck into my head. I've been listening to the Black Plague ones. Yeah. I've been having a fun time. Yeah. Medieval Europe hasn't been, but I've been having a fun time. Just that the plague could be so fun. I know. You never really would have thought. Anyway, yeah, it is funny to hear them, like, making making their little, like, tie-ins to exactly what's happening. Oh, oh my god. I shouldn't be this tired. Actually, no, I kind of have a right to be this tired because um, I have a big girl job now where I have to get up at 5.30 in the morning because I have to be at work at uh, 7. But for some reason, last night, I woke up at, like, 3.30, and my body just said, that's it. We're awake now. That's not even early. That's just, like, waking up in the middle of the night. Yeah, it is essentially waking up in the middle of the night. My body was just like, nope, that's it. That's all you're getting tonight. I was like, okay. So I sort of just, like, laid there for another, like, two hours. Yeah, no, wasn't crazy about it. Um, so actually, I do feel validated in being as tired as I am today. Anyway. I'm getting up at four thirty tomorrow. Ew, why? Only way I can do a full like gym workout before I gotta shower and drive to campus and all that. Briss. Yeah, not happy about it. The gym opens at five, so I gotta be ready. You know. Godspeed. <laughs> Um, oh, 
Oh, speaking of workouts, here's, um, here's a fun question that I also stole from Reddit, which is, would you rather get paid one dollar for every milliliter of fluid that you drink, or one hundred dollars for every kilometer you run slash jog? And for me, the answer here is extremely obvious. The liquid. Yeah, it's the water. Because I am already, like, I, I stay hydrated. I feel like it's really gonna start adding up quite quickly. I feel personally victimized by this question. Do tell. It assumes that I know the next. <laughs> okay, well, my toxic trait is that I'm an American, so I do not know the metric yeah. system. <laughs> well, so I took the liberty of looking it up in advance. Oh, I love that. I didn't. <laughs> But I also drink a ridiculous amount of water. And yeah. so what I did was looked up um, my standard water right now, which is 72 ounces a day. It works out to be over $2,000. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I was shocked that it was that different. Mm -hmm. Plus, it's like um, considerably less effort. Yeah, I do, <laughs> I do like that. But yeah, no, I am, I'm a very hydrated person, so I feel like that would definitely work out in my favor. Because, like, and also, like, I don't run. You know this about me. I don't believe anyone should run unless they're being chased. My form of cardio is either hiking or cycling. Well, see, I, I do like the idea of being paid for running, because I'm going to do it one way or the other. I could get paid for both. That would be ideal, but that also does kind of detract from the would-you-rather. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought this one was kind of cool, but also, like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, why is this even a would-you-rather? Like, it's kind of obvious. Yeah, when you... Well, I think maybe either the person didn't understand the metric system or they were betting on other people not knowing the metric system because almost my initial reaction was like oh i could get paid for running i like running and i the only one i could do the math for offhand was the 5k and i was like oh you know that's a decent chunk of change if i you know run a decent amount cool and then i googled <laughs> the uh, ounces to milliliters and was a little bit shocked. So I think they're probably banking on people not understanding or they just not didn't understand themselves. I mean, again, I'm not going to claim I understand the metric system and I also think it's dumb that we don't use it, but now it's too late. It's too late for me. Well, you know, because America, we got to do things our own way. Although I, think forbidden. I do think it's funny when... Um, British people try to shame us for driving on the right side of the road, like, the correct side of the road, because literally everywhere else in the world, like, almost everywhere else is the exact same way, and they're just like, oh, you don't use the, the metric system, and you drive on the wrong side of the road. I'm like, no, you drive on the wrong side of the road. We are definitely wrong for not using the metric system, but you drive on the wrong side of the road. Like, arbitrary. Yeah. It doesn't really matter which side of the road you drive on. They're the same. <laughs> You just gotta pick one and stick with it. 
Yes, but the one that almost every other country on Earth has gone with is the opposite yeah. of what they do in the UK. There yeah. are, they are, they're wrong. But it, yeah, but it just feels like a silly thing to try to argue about, you know, and say like, we're better in this way. It's like, you're better for a completely arbitrary. I mean, what a weird thing to. There are some genuine things you can hold over the heads of, and every European can hold over the heads of Americans. Uh, for example, socialized yeah. healthcare. But um, sure. let us have two things, one or two things, just every now and again. We know we're embarrassing. Thank you. I assumed you were going to say as a treat. Yeah. <laughs> That's a treat. That'll be a fun Let treat. Us Let us believe that we drive on the correct side of the road. Okay, no, there. That one is a hill I will die on, and I am certain that I will wind up bullying one or both of the Meredith brothers about this at some point. Yeah. The UK is the where they drive on the wrong side of the road. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Ooh, crunch on my bones. I did so much mowing at work today. Ew. It was actually kind of nice because I wasn't planning on getting in a workout today because I usually do my workouts after work, but I do this after work now <laughs> on Wednesdays. So like that's my that's my day off, and I was feeling kind of bad because I kind of didn't work out yesterday either. I was like, oh man, like you know, sad tweet, no workouts. But then it was like, but then uh, the guy I work with was like, I guess there's some like. There's some kind of like board it's not actually a boardwalk but it's like you know canal side like festival yeah. in town um so we're like you know really making things look nice at the at the lock that i work at because it's the like most publicly visible one he's like no we gotta like mow all the lawns so one i got to to use a riding mower which i'd never done before in my life it was like really kind of satisfying um mm -hmm. and then i had to just use like a normal lawnmower to like get into all the little spots where i couldn't drive the tractor so, I got in, like, 20,000 steps today. Did you get the weed whack? No. I have somehow made it this far into my life without ever having used a lawnmower or a weed whacker. Weed whackers kind of scare me a little bit. I'm sorry, go back to the lawnmower thing. What? <laughs> I grew up with brothers, and they were always the ones who did all the, the mowing-type duties, the, the, like, yard work-type stuff. And then I've always just rented, so I never had to mow anything. Okay, makes sense, but also, like, that's- I'm finding that funny for whatever reason. Yeah, it was just one- it's kind of like when, um, you know, a person has, it seems, some sort of, like, famous, popular movie, and then everyone freaks out, like, how could you have never seen Star Wars? Or whatever it is. But it's like, sometimes that just happens. Where situations just never come up. That's fair. Yeah. Not necessarily intentional, but nobody ever said, hey, you want to watch Star Wars? Or, no. People weren't just happening to watch it. And you always had other stuff you were watching. It's not me, by the way, that. But someone just said that to me the other day that they'd never seen it. <laughs> I'm I was like, always the person to be like, what do you mean you've never seen Star Wars? Just because it was such a part of my childhood. That I like, yeah, I can't imagine having not seen it, but again, that's just me. Yeah, no, I don't get it either. I don't get how my sister made it as far in life as she did before she was finally forced to watch Star Wars in a film criticism class. Oh, that was that was vindication for me because I've been trying to get her to watch it forever. 
people who are born live their entire lives and die without ever seeing star wars that's like a thing george washington never knew about dinosaurs that's really sad right freaking love dinosaurs because like especially you know when they were first discovered to have been there and like experience that but then also he didn't get to make like fun t-rex jokes and stuff like that because they have little arms um i gotta say why is the t-rex like the most popular dinosaur little arms little arms i feel like there's not enough love for like the brontosaurus out there like the long neck boys they're um vegetarian aren't they i think so yeah people love carnage okay yeah like, that's why people also love velociraptors as the T-Rex. So it's like big, violent creatures capable of just chaos and mass destruction. You're right, but where's the love for some sweet boys with long, noodly necks? One of my favorite parts of Jurassic Park is when she's, like, petting the brachiosaur before it sneezes in her face. Oh, yeah. Excellent movie. I have a theory that Jurassic Park is, like, no matter what group of people you're in, it is always the right movie. Because I have never, yeah. I have never been in a group of people where I've been like, "Hey, want to watch Jurassic Park?" And someone was like, "No, I don't like that." And like, even like my mom and sister are fans, and we have established long ago on this podcast that they don't do like any kind of like science fiction. So, it's very light science fiction. It is extremely light science fiction. Especially because, like, it's, like the first Jurassic Park, like they present it to you in like that, fu- like that little like educational film, like yeah. they make it so simple for the audience. They spell it out exactly, so nobody's lost, which I do appreciate. Which, especially as a kid, you're like, that sounds totally plausible. And that's the thing I remember watching that movie for the first because, like, now we know that like dinosaurs are closer to like modern day birds, but at the time, it was still leaning more towards the like. They're lizards. They're amphibians and shit. So, like, it made so much sense hearing that for the first time. I was just like, I can't find anything wrong with this. There's still a little part of me that doesn't know much about science and thinks, like, could that be useful now? I feel like it's gonna have to happen at some point, even though we have I think, like, six or seven movies, like, five or six movies now telling us why it's a bad idea. Totally still do it. We're totally still gonna do it. And honestly, I excitedly await the day when we finally do it. Yes and no. Listen, we're not a species designed to survive. We might as well have some fun. Define fun. Big lizard. <laughs> that will bite your head off. Well, right way maybe, to go. maybe we should make the, the caveat that we will bring back the dinosaurs, but only the veggie-saurus, by which I mean herbivores. That's not a bad idea. 
I mean, there's still a lot of inherent risk because they're still giant and they could step on you and crush you and destroy entire cities. And The thing I did love in the first Jurassic World was that they had, like, the little, like, small dinosaur petting zoo. That just, seeing that just made me really happy, where they had, like, the little, like, baby, like, triceratopses just sort of, like, snuffling around. I was like, my heart. <laughs> That's that. Just that is the world that I would like to live in. I feel like the human inclination toward cute things is going to eventually be part of our downfall. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Like, have you ever been at the zoo and seen, like, one of the big cats and not thought, I would give anything to be able to pet that cat? Yeah, no, I see it and I'm just like, kitty. Yep. They are just big kitties. They play with boxes and stuff. They literally are, like, the, there's so many examples of, like, you know, the if I fits, I sits. With, like, yeah. lions and tigers and, like, jaguars and all this stuff. Like, they really, truly are just large cats. Which makes me wonder, you know, with, with dinosaurs, what those would be. If we decided to breed them um, and try to raise them in a, a similar environment to what they do in zoos. Because I feel like in Jurassic Park, they just, like, put them in enclosures and we're like, okay, bye, for the most part. Yeah. Well, until the more but you can see in the more recent ones with Chris Pratt, like, he was training them. Yeah. And they were... Um, pretty... Chris Pratt worse Chris, but... Anyway, continue. Um, like, him as a person. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've talked about this before. I try to pay as little attention to the personal lives of actors and musicians as possible. Valid. Um, it ruins things. But, you know, I feel like the Jurassic World. Like, that's gotta be... That would be how it would have to work. Like, essentially, like, the way they do with Zeus. Because, like... You know... Not, like, friggin' Tiger King or whatever, but, like, in an actual zoo, like, there are people <laughs> that interact with, like, large animals and have, like, you know, bonds with them. So I feel like that would help kind of erase the, like, humans are prey. Yeah, although I feel like it would probably take time, and by that I mean probably multiple generations of the dinosaurs, right? Because, you know, like, domesticating cats and dogs and cows and all the domesticated animals, that stuff that takes a while. But could we ever get to a point, like, it would probably take, like, hundreds of years or something, but where dinosaurs could be trained to be relatively docile, and you could keep, like, the tinier dinosaurs as pets... That is the world I want to live in, and that is also a science fiction novel that I need someone to write now. For a second, I really thought you were saying it was one. I was like, what? Really? No, oh my god, I would be losing my mind if it was. Or, like, I need that to be a plot point in, like, some sci-fi TV show. Yeah. Where we have, like, it's so far down the line that we have domesticated, that we have revived and domesticated dinosaurs to the point where you can have the small boys as pets oh. thank you do you think if we got to that point where they were so domesticated and people were just so used to them that we would also eat them i mean my thing is though for the most part we don't eat dogs yeah and i feel like it might be a similar thing I'm also I mean, there are... 
I still conceptualize dinosaurs in my mind as lizards, even though I know that scientifically they are much closer to, like, birds. And humans do eat birds. Yeah. But I don't know if it would be too visually different. Because so many people Mm -hmm. still look at, like, approximations of what dinosaurs might have looked like and are still, like, even when they have feathers, they're still like, yeah, big lizard. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking hundreds of years in the future. This is also true. Maybe that would be a risk. I mean, there are plenty of animals that we both eat and keep as pets, like rabbits. People eat rabbits. They keep them ducks. People keep ducks as pets, and we also eat duck. I love ducks. Like, the the animal, not the, like, food. Yeah, I I love duckies. They're so cute. They are a delight. A little bit messy to keep as pets, but... Turtles! People eat turtles in soup and stuff like that. Frog legs. People have frogs as pets. So then I guess, I mean, like, technically... You can find someone somewhere who has eaten pretty much every animal. Yeah. So maybe, like, it's going to happen at some point. Whether or not it's a widely culturally accepted thing would just depend on how humanity progresses in that scenario. Yeah, I mean, and we have dinosaur farms where they're raising the dinosaurs for food, which very much makes me think of the beginning of Jurassic Park when they're moving in herds. They do move in herds. Oh my god, yes. Oh, love that movie. <laughs> they're, they're a herd animal, which is really appropriate for farming. I don't remember what kind of dinosaur it was, but... So then maybe the herbivore dinosaurs are ones that could potentially become livestock as this universe progresses. Yeah, kind of like cows. Because I really can't think of a ton of animals that humans eat that are, like, obligate carnivores. Like, pigs are omnivores. Yeah. Yeah. Can't think of any either. But yeah, nothing's coming to mind. Do you think the dinosaurs would taste more like chicken? For some reason, I get the vibe that they're more like a red meat. Again, this is because I like one. That's because like that's how they show them in movies. Like you know when like the like it like Jurassic uh freaking Jurassic World like the dinosaur gets out and is like slashing up all the other dinosaurs. Like it's that's what it looks like when you see them with like scrap like scratches. Yeah. It looks like red meat. Yeah. Oh, so those they've they have influenced me. Yeah. Trying to separate reality from movies. But yeah, I don't know. I truly do have no idea. This is a world I would like to live in though. This is a very yeah. fun train of thought for me to be following. Yeah, well that's why I paused for a moment because I was trying to remember how we got here. <laughs> I've always said and I've been saying this since Maddie was the co-host, that sometime we need to watch an old episode where we go off on a bunch of tangents and, like, have to plot how we get from point A to point Ooh. B. Get, like, one of those boards where you stick use the arm to connect them? Oh my them. god, yes, that can, fi- that can be my excuse to finally do a giant corkboard and connect things with, like, red string. God, that'll be so exciting. Would be fun. I've never had a reason to do that. I And I want one. I want one so bad. 
Like, I feel like it would just be so much fun. Yeah. I really didn't uh, anticipate today asking the question of whether dinosaurs taste like chicken. I mean, that just is not a... And that's the magic of the podcast. (laughs) Um, Well, now that we've done that... (laughs) Whatever that was. Whatever that was. I do have a pretty lengthy uh, meme review planned for this episode, which I'm very Mm -hmm. excited about. And for anyone who's listening on audio right now, um, we have like a, we've made like a public Google Drive of visual aids for episodes where we talk about things that you have to see. So the link for that will be down in the description of this episode. So here we go. I have very intentionally not looked at these. I That is I very important. Greatly appreciate that. I it was... I haven't looked at these in a while. No, okay, never mind. Oh, let me hide my bookmarks toolbar real quick. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not ashamed. I do forget about that all the time, and I actually just cleaned mine up yesterday because I was projecting my desktop on a screen in class, and I was like, some of these things feel just weird to me. Yeah. Like I couldn't let them know that I have. Ooh, I'm also gonna have to censor this because <gasps> it was future plans. <gasps> um. Okay. How do you want to do this? Do you want me to stream, or do you want to just like open them in your own personal computer, and we can go through them one by one because they are numbered. Um. Am I gonna be able to? Okay. Yeah, I can do it that way. I was just clicking to see if I could easily page through them. I opened whatever the first one was, but I'm afraid to now look at my other screen where it is. Because <laughs> I have the, you know... just, like, fake antiques roadshow captions. It's like I can feel something looking at me. I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, yeah, no, there's definitely a thing. You are, you are allowed to see it. <laughs> it is looking at me. Oh, that's oh, awful. You mean dad. <laughs> it's like... You know, to me, when you you make a doll, like that's your opportunity to really make an idealized like picture okay, of a yeah. So why the gap in the front teeth, where it's like it does give you that you know stereotypical. I mean, a lot of kids <laughs> do be like that. That's true. Which makes me wonder if this was like based on a child. I would assume so. Maybe an actual person, yeah. Um, That's horrific. But yeah, this um, this is going to set the tone for, I think there's 40 of these. It's going to haunt my dreams. Okay, well, there's a lot of things are going to haunt your dreams, if that's how low the bar is. Um, number two. Pig from when they had wheels. <laughs> you hear about pigs flying a lot. Yeah, never, never about them, like, rolling. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about this one. I just kind of want to know, like, what this thing actually is and, like, why. I I also like that they made up 
I'm assuming they're made up because why on earth would anyone pay three to five thousand dollars for a pig on wheels? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you're like really hungry. <laughs> but it's like taxidermied. Portable food. Bad. Yeah, or if you like don't have a pet, you could put it on a leash, walk it down the road. Some wheels that are just right beside you. Yeah, I guess. Conversation um, piece. Three. The worst owl. <laughs> oh, really jacking up the price on this one. I know. Why is it so expensive? Because look at its little face. Are I like to imagine the, the worst owl. I do. I love the worst owl. That's totally something I would put in my home. Okay. Have you you haven't seen my blue owl? It's it's in my bedroom on my shelves. It's also just very unsettling. Is this one of your tiny animals? No, no, no. It's like it's a ceramic owl. Somebody painted it blue at some point. It came from an antique store. Cute. My dad's antique store. Yeah. It's uh my mom was very confused as to why I would want such a thing in my home. But this would totally go nicely with it. I like your um your messed up glass cat. Yeah, with the wonky eyes. I'm a big fan of him. He's delightful. I chose that one because all the other ones had like perfectly level, normal eyes. I'm like, what fun is that? Valid. Okay, four. The hottest woman in Kentucky. It's just... Can't buy. Must woo. Must woo. <laughs> I appreciate that. I like that we are not selling the hottest woman in Kentucky. Yeah, that's, that's very respectful. It is extremely respectful. Also, the I have the link to the guy who like made all of these, which will also be in the description, because I'm not about stealing things. But yeah, this the guy who makes it, he's... I, like, I just love it. Like, and also, like, why? What was... What was the impulse? Probably watch, watches a lot of Antiques Roadshow and My just thought, like... a lot of Antiques Roadshow. It looks like she's wearing a wedding veil, or is that just someone... Oh, that might be someone's pants behind her. I was gonna say, because if uh, she's yeah, a bride... No, I think those are pants. Yeah. It'd feel inappropriate to woo a woman who is being wed. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Some of the, I gotta say, some of these, like, they're real, real punchy. Like, some of them really get you, and then other ones, it's just, like, can't be nice. Yeah. I can never react to any of them. Because <laughs> that's just that in jail. <laughs> yeah, so this is an example of what you're talking about here. Yeah. It, was it, like, cut up and put back together? I actually don't know. I think there's something, like, over it? Oh, or it almost looks like it was drawn on a like a little curtain. It does. It kind of looks like Abraham Lincoln, but I'm not sure if that's supposed that's who it's supposed to be. But he was never in jail. <laughs> this is true. Nobody has to think I'm funny. I find myself funny enough for everyone. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> hey, I'm a plate. How about you, plate? <laughs> I like that he has a title. Yeah! That is not like a weird plate. But also, why is it so expensive? It's worth it. Look at that. 
Yeah, I do kind of like his funky little face. That's a he's friend shaped. Like, imagine using that to actually eat off of, and so you have like you know a bunch of spaghetti, and then as you eat the spaghetti, his face is gradually being you revealed. Have a friend. Yeah, it's like I thought I was eating alone, but, but then I wasn't. Yeah, I That's nice. actually I really like that. I like that a lot. I yeah. really wish that your video would stop buffering on my computer. Oh. That'd be nice. Hmm. Oh, well. Can you at least hear me? I can hear you. So now people just uh, have to stare at my pretty face. Um. Tragic. Tragic. Um, moving on. I'm too fancy <laughs> to drink out of a shoe set. <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of questions. Yeah, so do I. Like, I don't... What precisely makes that the title of the set? I mean, there's an implication there that the person writing the captions only drinks out of shoes? Right? Because... Because why else? <laughs> I'm, like, trying to look at the art on it and see if there's like some implication that whatever is on there is drinking out of a shoe yeah i mean they're showing up kind of small for me and drive but yeah no they I'm are sure. these are not crazy high-res images unfortunately yeah it looks more like just scenery than anything else i don't think there's anything shoe related it's like the implication is normal people drink out of shoes but if you're too good for that it's like, I don't know, I just want to say beverage set, because I don't know what kind of yeah, thing it looks Yeah, like, the middle part looks vaguely like a samovar, which I have referenced before. Yeah, that's why I almost called it a tea set, yeah. but then I, I and hedged. And the cups are, like, kind of weird wine glass looking things. Oh, you're back. Yeah, yeah and they're off the bed. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I like this one. <laughs> openly gay face. I like that they seem so happy. They both seem so happy about it. Yeah. In the presence of the first openly gay vase. Yeah. They're they're proud of the vase. As they should be. Yeah. Taking steps forward for society. Which is it makes me wonder what um the previous closeted vases look like. Perhaps less colorful, less vibrant. But then how would you know that, well, I guess you wouldn't know they're closeted, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess they would look like every other base. Blue man group plates. <laughs> what? What is even on those? I don't know. I just like the expression that they have caught that woman in. <laughs> she looks a little bit, um, like she's being held hostage. Just a tad. <laughs> Also, why are they so expensive? <laughs> I didn't even notice that. They are seventy thousand dollars. Thirty-five to forty thousand per plate. That's too much. Those are some expensive plates. Maybe they have um musical ability. Maybe. The blue man group is honestly like kind of freaky. Yeah. No, that's it makes me uncomfortable. I feel like they it also can't possibly just be like the same three dudes. Like, it just has to be... No way. Like, they're in too many places at once, you know? Yeah, I know there's a bunch of them. They rotate them out. That's part of the reason why they're blue, is because you can't tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does not shock me. Moving on. Okay. (laughs) Very long spoons. Automatically, visual image in my head. Of a very large cereal bowl. Yeah, trying to eat Cheerios with a golf cart. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it would physically be possible if you were act to actually have to like keep at least one hand right. on the grip of the yeah. golf club. Yeah. Well, you have like one hand on the grip, one more toward the head of the golf club, and you kind of use the side of the actual club. You could get some Cheerios, probably not the milk, but you could I'm get some Cheerios. About like you wingspan. Yeah, essentially. I, don't know. I mean, those don't look incredibly long. Like, look at the woman standing next to them. She could pretty easily reach. Oh, I guess, yeah. I suppose so. I don't know. No. Possible. Sure. Interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> Boom. Um, there's the title of your autobiography. Uh, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, I already kind of forgot what I said, but it feels right. <laughs> one kills me. Coat that if touched loses all value. Zero dollars. Two. No. Zero dollars. Two. Two zero dollars. Very important distinction to make. 
the range. Yeah, nothing, right. nothing. Yeah, no, it's an important range. That's probably what you know. First ones of these memes that I ever found, and the first time I saw it, I do recall like dying. <laughs> what I what I enjoy is that, like clearly she's the one that owns the jacket because yeah. she's just sitting there waiting, and he's the one tapping it, and she's looking at him like, "You." The coat has just lost all value. Yeah. Just, what did I tell you this coat was? Or. He, he's aware of it, and as he's saying, if I touch this, it's going to... Yeah, or he's, like, he's well aware of what he's doing. Alright. Ooh, this is taking a second. I hope that's not a sign that my... Physically. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Playing from when people were smaller. I appreciate that. It's Man, wouldn't that be wild? In big people money. Big people money. That's a good price for an airplane. Yeah, I got it. If say. it were an airplane, that's kind of not bad. But also, yeah, this implies that currency was different when people were smaller. Well, inflation. Oh yeah. You and you know. Some points. If we continue to breed dinosaurs, maybe we can eventually breed one that's really small, incapable of flying that plane. That is <laughs> what a great mental image! That tiny, is tiny little the dinosaur. World I would like to live in. Thank you very much. Okay. All right, moving on. Photographer trapped in mirror. Oh no! <laughs> I mean. The photographer is trapped in the mirror, but there are also people who believe you lose part of your soul when your picture is taken. So what does that mean in this situation? It's like compounding it. Because you're trapped in it, but then you're also taking part of your own soul while you're trying to take a picture of the mirror. Huh. So are you... You're trapped in the mirror, and your soul is also lessened. So it's just an all-around bad day. Yeah, no, that that dude's having a rough day. It's essentially it's not day. Yeah. the conclusion that I'm drawing from this. Bad day to be a mirror photographer. With a specific job title. I love the next one. Bulls that make you laugh. Accurate, because we're laughing. Exactly. What weird looking bulls. I, know. I mean, they're like this big for me, but... They're kind of some funky boys. Yeah, non-standard bull shape. I love, like, funky-shaped, like, tableware. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, like, square plate. Like, my mom hates them. My mom has, like, a... Like, that's one of the no. clothes my mother will die on. Plates should be circles. So every time we're in a restaurant and there's, like, artsy presentation and there's, like, a square plate, she'll, uh -huh. she'll like, nudge me and be like, Oh, Bridget, square plates. Like, yes, <laughs> Mom, I know. I can see the square plates. Yeah. Is it more difficult to eat when they're square? I don't know. She's just a firm believer that plates must be round. Just one of those things that doesn't really matter, but... Yeah. It's completely arbitrary, but she has yeah. chosen to hitch her horse to that cart. Yeah, I think we all have those. Yeah. That's what this entire show is 
based upon the fact that we all have those, so. The next one is also cutlery themed, or like tableware themed. Plates! Paper plates made of metal. That's uh, really pricey for disposable. But they are made of metal. But they're paper. Paper plates, you use them and you throw them away because they're paper. There's a boil water advisory in my neighborhood right now, so we're using a lot of paper plates and paper cups because we don't want to do because you're not supposed to do dishes. Yeah. With the water currently, and I'm hoping they fix it soon. I don't know that I've ever bought paper plates in my entire life. Fun fact. Not even in college. I have my dishes, I used them, I washed them. I'm very extra. I don't- I have, like, nightmares about all the garbage I've ever thrown away. <laughs> you might want to, like, talk about that. Well, it's natural! Moving on from the nightmare plates. Nightmare plates, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he's so you bald! He looks so <laughs> mad, too! Yeah, he's clearly so upset about this. And it's like making direct eye contact with the camera, it looks like. Or maybe slightly on the side. So I guess that implies that, like, the camera person is the one who, like, exposed him to the doll that made him bald. Yeah. Well, like, I like to believe that he was just sitting in this chair and they're like, we have a surprise for you. And they uncover the doll and his hair just... Too bald. <laughs> and then he just slowly turns and looks at the camera. That's my imagining of the scene. I... Like, this is what I want Antiques, like, I love watching Antiques Roadshow to begin with, just because, like, it's, you know, fun old lady activity. But I want this Antiques Roadshow as well, you know? Yeah. I think I would prefer this type. I mean, Antiques Roadshow is fun, but... Or at least make it regular, but pop one of these in there just randomly here and there. Every now and then. So, yeah. See if anyone can... even notices. Yeah. It needs to catch you off guard. I think that's key. Which is why I'm glad that you have- <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker. <laughs> what is that? It appears to be a stuffed monkey a stuffed camel. But like, is it a- life size. Because it's so big. I'm what- like, is this supposed to be like, a statement piece? Because it looks like a child's cool. toy. Oh, no way, because that's, like, way too big for no, any child. Thing. It's too big, but the detail on the end, like, it's the kind of detail that one would see on just, like, a little stuffed monkey and a little stuffed camel. Like, you know, like, they just have, like, little button yeah. eyes. Or childish. It looks like a scaled-up child's toy, you know what I mean? And, like, then why is that a statement piece? I feel like it's, um, like, a homemade thing. Like, I, I think some grandma somewhere so was like, yeah, or I mean, I, I know, people, yeah, I know um, people that, like, knit and crochet just, like, the craziest things you would never imagine that somebody would actually make, like, giant stuffed animals and things. It's like, that took me two years to do. So I wouldn't be surprised if someone got it in their head that they were just going to make a giant monkey riding a giant camel for funsies. I think that's a that's a small price to pay for this motherfucker. What the ten to fifteen thousand dollars? Yeah. 
I, I think he's worth it. Yeah, especially um, if the person that made it were still alive, that would be a pretty good uh, payday for that. Because I can't imagine that was mass-produced. Oh god, no. No way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These two men's sexual tension. <laughs> $38 maximum. Oh, it's worth more than that. Look at him. <laughs> I feel, um... I'm struggling not to say anything inappropriate about the candlesticks between them. <laughs> I think that's part of the joke, isn't it? I feel like it has or, to be. Yeah. Either that or I'm just reading too much into it. I mean, because at first I assumed it was just the looks on their faces and how they're gazing into each other's eyes. But I think the candlesticks have to be part of it. Nice. <laughs> Continue it. Loud flower. <laughs> oh, it's the prettiest loud flower. I love the loud flower. Like, I'm a huge fan of the loud flower. See, this is the kind of stuff that we're missing out on in the digital age, though. You know, like, you miss the pretty accoutrement of music listening. Again, this is Where... why, like, I know that I could just have, like, an electric kettle and be done with it. Yeah. I've ranted about the samovar so many times. I just love the, like, kind of ritual idea of, like, one, if I ever, like, have friends where I could, like, have, like, a real samovar that wasn't electric and, like, we could be, like, outside on a crisp fall evening having, like, a campfire and, like, actually use, like, a wood-burning samovar, I would do that all the time. Yeah. Because it's just, the thought of that is so nice. Yeah, I mean, convenience is cool and all, but... Oh, convenience is lovely. When I'm running late in the morning, like, my electric pedal. Love her. She's fantastic. Yeah, certainly when I'm out and about, my endless playlist is lovely, but... But I do just love, like, thing, like, kind of analog things that, like, take time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something That's about... That's why I have my record collection. You have a very impressive vinyl collection. But, like, something about, like, little things like that. Like, it's just, yeah. it's satisfying. It makes it feel special. Like, when I, like, I don't have a record player right now, but there was a point when I did. And, like, I have, like, like, I would have, like, some albums that I also had, like, downloaded on my phone. But I was like, no, like, it's special. I'm, like, taking yeah. out the vinyl and putting it on the turntable. Yeah. Makes you appreciate it more, I feel like. Yeah. Big fan. You put it Love the loud flower. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Either of these things. Oh. Either one. $75 maximum. Yeah, that's sad. Arguably, and I'm not saying the dude isn't worth but the upkeep is way more expensive. This is true. I think I would have to go for the rug. Yeah. Ultimately, that's going to cost you a lot more money. The rug, maybe you got to get it, like, shampooed or something if something happens to it. But, you know, pretty uh, nice low cost. Yeah, it's a cool rug. Sorry, dude. Yeah. I want someone to Photoshop this where it's old Bernie. The, like, mittens Bernie. Oh, the mittens, yeah. It's pretty well set up for it. It really is. Never let the mittens Bernie meme die. I don't care. How much time goes by? 
I think we should resurrect it every fall. Because it's just, you know, feels appropriate. I'm so, ex- like, the fact that it's September, I'm so excited that it's fall. I, this is one of my, like, things I'm excited for, because I haven't watched this yet, and I've heard that the fall vibes of this series are, like, absolutely exquisite. I'm going to binge watch Over the Garden Wall. Mm-hmm. I've heard that the, like, just the, like, the cozy autumnal vibes are off the charts. Just thinking about fall and pretty leaves and cooler weather oh my god i know i know now i'm thinking about that our like not quite hollow weekend where we just hung out at your house and like drank a lot of apple cider with whiskey in it and watched a ton of halloween movies that is the way that october should be spent correct every weekend i love spooky season so much i'm so excited very close. We're getting there. It approaches. Like, moving right along. <laughs> Big boy trains that replace a wife. They're just as good. I feel like that's gotta be less expensive than a wife in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it takes up less space. Um, the, the trains I don't, I don't... I don't say this in, like, a misogynistic way. Yeah. Just, like, Anything that you're putting into a long-term relationship, it's definitely going to run you more than $3,500 to $5,000. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking about this in terms of, like, you can have trains or you can have a human in your home. Yeah. That you're in a relationship with. That's, like, that's work. That's time. That's money. They how to decorate your home. I'm pretty set in my decorated, you know, my decorations and my vibe. So the trains, I mean, comparatively, they're very easy, low maintenance. That's very true. So I agree. Seems like a fair price. Early Garfield concept art. That cat isn't even that chunky. I know, and he's not even orange. No, he is stripey. So clearly very early. Yeah, it's a good price for that, if it's that old. And then you can, like, resell it at Comic-Con to some, like, comic nerd. For probably more. Well, every time I see a painting like that, like, where somebody is asking how valuable it is, I wonder what prompted that. Like, what made her think that it was worth something? I mean, maybe there's some sort of, like, family story behind it, but I got all kinds of random bits of art. How do I know that? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, though. I can't say I know a ton about fine art. Nor do I. But, you know, it's just a cat. Another painting. The painting that kills you if you look at it. Ah, that is terrifying. I actually do know the artist on that one. I was gonna say, that reminds me of somebody's work. They do a lot of- Margaret Keene. Uh, if you've seen big the movie eyes. Big Eyes. I never- Or did I see that? No, I'm not sure. One of my, Maybe. That was a good movie. I quite like that movie. But yeah, no, Margaret Keene. That's one of my one of my things that I know. Yeah, I think I've definitely seen more of her work. Because it's very familiar. Painting that kills you if you look at it. I guess we're only alive because we're looking at it through a screen and not in person. Yeah, I, I think that's safe to assume. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't pay that much for a painting that kills you if you look at it. Well, because you could never look at it. Yeah. Then what kind of it? Too much. In the hum in my humble opinion. <laughs> I already moved to the next one. <laughs> a man whose job is to be a mug. <laughs> He's like upset about it. <laughs> no, he doesn't look happy to be a mug. It's okay, it we all like... hate laboring under capitalism. It looks like he's been a mug for like decades. And right. He's just very he's just, like, down by it. it. He just wants to retire. Yeah, how boring. Like, you just sit in a cabinet most of the time. Maybe somebody pours like hot liquid in you, and that's not gonna feel great. I was gonna say, what if the hot liquid is nice, though? Well, I suppose that. Because he is surrounded. The question there would be. Yeah, I was gonna say, does he have like this. The same heat sensitivity as a human because he is human, or does he take on the heat resistance of ceramic? I'm gonna say if his job is to be a mug, then he would legally have to be provided some kind of personal protective equipment. I suppose. Which then imbues him with mug like properties, therefore. Yeah. And he also. It doesn't say he lives in the mug. That's his job. Yeah, so he can go home at the end of the day. Maybe he only has to hop in the mug when somebody's about to use it. But he does look like he hates his job. Oh, he does. He, uh, yeah, he's He looks at like every single person at the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, buddy. <laughs> Swan just learning that it's a vase. You look oh. so surprised! <laughs> I heard you say that before I, the image loaded, and I assumed it was going to be more of like a super surprise looking up, but it looks kind of forlorn. It's just like a... Like, oh, I'm the face? I'm not a real oh. star? Oh, but it's a, you, you're still pretty. You're still be like, gorgeous, little buddy. That'd be like finding out you're a robot. Honestly, like, if I found out I was a robot, it'd be kind of a relief. Because then I could just have someone just crack this open and unscramble it. True. That's an interesting thought. I think if I could be a robot, I might I might choose to be, uh, like, cyborg. That'd be kind of lit. Robot, yeah. Get some of those, like, implants that are really helpful in a lot of ways, but you still get to be you and, you know, whatever amount of weirdness you choose. You know, yeah. dial it up, dial it down. Why is this next one so expensive? Because if you are willing to pay that amount of money, you get to find out what she looks like. She will come out from behind the clock. It is a mystery. She has never before been seen. I dig it. In entirety. The very loudly patterned old lady shirt. Yeah. Is she wearing sunglasses? Indoors? She, she appears to be. Adding to the mystery. Power move. But that's yeah. the kind of old lady I'm going to be. Like, I'm going to wear very loudly patterned old lady shirts. It's going to be awesome. You're just going to hide behind clocks everywhere you go? No, uh, just the shirt part. Imagine carrying a clock everywhere. But you have a really cool cuckoo clock in my living room. That would maybe be a bit weighty. It's weird to me how many people, like, come over to my house and are, like, absolutely enthralled. By the fact that we have a cuckoo clock in our living room, and I'm just like, it's a clock. <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah, but you know, 
It's downstairs. It's not a problem. It's not no, my dad used to have private space. My dad used to have one of those like really big, like taller than you kind of. Oh, like your clock. grandfather clock. Yeah, I mean it was a cuckoo clock. I didn't even and know that one of those. That's a big boy. Yeah, stuff popped out of it, and it was a whole thing. I mean, this was years ago, so I only vaguely remember it, but it was giant, and it annoyed me so much. Every time I see a giant grandfather clock, I always think of that episode of The Twilight Zone where the guy thinks, like, the clock is, like, counting down to the end of his life. Fun. Love The Twilight Zone. Good stuff. Oh, solid. The entire concept of golf is worth $17 at maximum. My dad is going to be so disappointed. Spend so much time of your life playing golf only to find... It's the extent to which my dad is obsessed with golf, here's a story from my mom. Like, when they first started dating, because they met at work, and she invited him to go see um, Jackson Brown, actually, I think it was. She invited him to go see Jackson Brown at SPAC, like, go out on, like, lawn seats or whatever, nothing, like, crazy expensive. And he was just, like, dragging his feet for days, like, oh, I don't know, like, I was gonna go, you know, practice on the driving range that weekend, and I was like... It's Jackson that's, Brown! That's how much he loves golf. Yeah, that's how much my dad loves golf. Like, and my birthday is always on the weekend of the Masters Tournament. Literally, like, when I was born, my dad was like, what do you mean, like, I can't keep the TV on for the golf? That is how much Joe Kelly loves golf. See, the value in it is the enjoyment, not the actual monetary value. This is true. Although he has invested a lot of money. <laughs> There's no such thing as a sport that doesn't require tons of money if you want to play it a lot and play it well. I mean, I suppose running. You can kind of just... Oh, no. First of all, sports bras, like an actually decent running bra, is like $60. Running shoes, if you run a decent amount. Um, before I injured myself, I was going through a pair once and they're like $140 because they're only good for three to 500 miles yeah again my assumption was like you can kind of just go outside and do it I mean maybe some nice sneakers if you're like insane yeah but again um, no one should run unless they're being chased Continuing. Yeah, I'm getting the little... You are offline. Some functionality may be unavailable. Why does the Wi-Fi in my house suck? Hello? We are connected. It does appear that there is a storm rolling in. The sky has gotten very gray, and I'm wondering if that is impacting. I should play some uh, reception, like technical difficulties music. I should. I can just edit this out. That's fine. I'm just gonna keep rambling because I'm assuming you're gonna cut this out. Yeah, it's a solid plan. 
Yay! Yay. Yay. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. <laughs> um, interdimensional old lady portal. Oh! On to the next one. Well done. <laughs> oh! What a sweet collar, lady. And, I know, it's uh, sick. What's on her head? I think it's like some sort of bonnet. Huh. It looks Mayhaps. like a weird, like, Puritan type deal. Yeah. She looks uh, very dour. She does. Which is a word you don't use very often. You I like are you. the queen of, in real life, using words that I don't hear people use outside of, like, a book. <laughs> it's very entertaining. I do like to kind of slip in words, you know, because there are some words that just don't, you know, you don't get to use, and they're fun words. And so if there's an opportunity, gotta use it. I think it's a very solid way to live your life. Um, I like to see an image like this where, like, a woman looks bitter, and then I just imagine her, like, turning away from the camera and just, like, starting to laugh and, like, cracking a smile and just yeah. being pleasant. Okay. Interdimensional old lady portal. <laughs> the boss baby. It really does kind of feel like that movie, which I never actually saw, The Boss Baby. Yeah, no, and I don't ever plan on seeing it. Nor do I. I do think it's maybe inappropriate to sell a human child. Yeah, I feel like that definitely has to break some laws. I mean, I know it's just a painting, but... <laughs> it doesn't say a painting of The Boss Baby. It does um, not. Did he... yeah. The painting is just a stand-in for the actual child. Yeah, which, and it specifically says 1845, so it is an immortal child. Which, like, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, so twelve to $15,000 is quite a bargain. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Just a terrible centaur. <laughs> that really is. Bringing it back Aww. around. Reminds me of that old Nickelodeon cartoon, Cat Dog. Except it's Horse Horse. You know that cartoon? I do know cat. Like I am aware yeah. of it, but I like never actually yeah. like watched yeah. it. Well, yeah, but just having the visual, I feel like, is oh, necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. That's what it looks like. Because that cartoon always bothered me because I couldn't figure out how they went to the bathroom. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's another topic for another day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting question to explore. Moving on. Covetous lamp ladies. <laughs> so you're not buying the lamp, you're buying the ladies. <laughs> Lady kind of looks like she's rubbing her hands together like, yes. Purchase me. It's <laughs> like Gollum vibe. It does have Gollum, but also, like, random tangent, the only time I have ever seen the word covetous used in, like, literally anything was in that one scene in Hereditary where they, like, she, like, spoilers for Hereditary if you haven't seen it, by the way, fantastic movie, but, um, where she, like, finds the box of all her mom's stuff that was, like, 
used in like the culty ritual and she opens mm-hmm. it to that one page where they're talking about like how uh like payman wants like a male host body mm-hmm. and like that's one of the like words they use on that page and i always think of it like even though i like i so rarely ever see that word like ever used that's always what yeah. it goes to yeah i i occasionally use the word covet but covetous i feel like doesn't there aren't a lot of situations where yeah, that's that uh, does not pop, pop up often probably i also wouldn't use it because i would feel very silly don't want to seem too pedantic valid next one <laughs> bigger in person i should hope so then how big are those people <laughs> that's exactly what i was about to say i'm like so if the lighthouse is bigger than that and assuming the people are on a scale yeah i'm assuming those are some really big people i mean it says bigger in person I don't. I guess that doesn't specify that it's the size of a typical lighthouse. It could just be like an inch bigger. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. Man, what a selling tactic! You're like, oh, it's bigger in person. It must be a full size lighthouse, and then you get it, and it's like. I know, and you're paying like thirty two thousand dollars for it. Yeah. That's pretty ridiculous, but a technically they did not. Yeah. I guess, but I think as soon as you have to pull out, like, technically it isn't false advertising, like, you're already in pretty dicey territory. Hey, the FTC definition of false advertisements, <laughs> you talk about it. Don't bring Agit Pie into this. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about him, I ignore his existence, but the, um, the definition has been around for a long time. Okay, fair. Oh, besides, that's the FCC. The FTC. Oh. Right? Um, the FCC does do children's oh. for some reason, very specifically. God. They're gonna come revoke, gonna come revoke my community. Yeah. Just do a, the more you know. Cabinet with $2,000 inside it? <laughs> What? Worth only seventeen hundred. Oh man, look how jazzed that guy looks. Actually, I both know. of them. He's so excited about thinking... the cabinet with two thousand dollars inside it. That's only worth seventeen hundred dollars. Amazing. I'm gonna think he's not gonna sell that. <laughs> yeah, I would hope he doesn't. So you wouldn't think he'd be excited about it. He'd be, like, really bummed, so maybe he's, like, grinning through the pain kind of thing, you know? Where ah, but he's probably gotten that. it appraised. I don't think he probably hasn't decided to sell yet. Do you think he didn't realize the 2000 was in there until the guy told him, and that's why he's real excited? <gasps> yeah, probably. It's like, no way! I bought this thing, and I never opened it. I love it. Yeah. What a find. Really, truly. Old woman glued to chair. They really like to sell humans yeah, in general. Yeah, they sell a lot of people on this like weird people. parallel universe antiques roadshow. Yeah, a lot of a lot of older people specifically. I mean, there's there's the baby and stuff, but it's mostly old people. Interesting. I feel like those are the people who are frequenting the actual like physical antiques roadshow. True. Maybe it's like some weird I, I, sort of like Magnus Archives thing where like you go to the Antiques Roadshow like at the risk of like becoming incorporated into it. 
Yeah. If I were her and were truly glued to that chair, I would just take my pants off. If you're... <laughs> if you were glued to that chair in that position, how would you go about taking your pants off? Well, you might need some scissors or something. Yeah, okay, cool. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, if you can think of a way to just... Yeah, I was imagining. Drop like, you know, leave? when you're in a car accident and they have to, like, you know... Oh, yeah. Child of a man in a bowl. <laughs> Aww. So it's half man, half bowl. It's kind of like the mug. This is the son of the man whose job is to be a mug. Oh, that's starting to get a little trippy in my head. <laughs> he met someone at work. Was it the mug? Is that who we met? <laughs> Maybe, or like another mug. Oh, it has to be a bowl. It's a child of a man on a bowl. Oh, yeah, so he met another piece of ceramic dishware. Yeah, the bowl that matches the mug, perhaps. Like, it's a it's a set. Please setting. I dig it. And they're friends with the people that live in the plates and uh, the glassware. <laughs> oh, this next one. <laughs> <laughs> bowl Jesus threw up in twice. Important. Has it ever been cleaned? Yeah, I would hope so. I really hope that the bowl has been cleaned. Wouldn't you think it'd be worth more if it hadn't been? Actually, yeah, you're right. Like, so if it has been cleaned, how much more would it be worth if they hadn't cleaned it? I feel like... Actually, I'm gonna go back and say that the bowl absolutely has been cleaned, because if it hadn't been cleaned, could you put a price on that? That's true. Holy bodily fluids and all. Yeah. Like, twice as specified. Yeah, I dig that. Still have a lot of questions. I can't pay next, 1885. You know what that makes me think of? Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> has no neck. Yeah, he oh. kind of looks like, like, it's, it's a very similar vibe. Uh-huh. Every time I see a person that doesn't have much of a neck, that's all I can think about, and I just want to shout at them like I'm actually in the theater. Said, honestly. Yeah. They should really have someone play him in the shadow cast, but they never seem to. They had one of the ones I went to recently. Hmm. Anyway. Yo, <laughs> get me out of this oval. Free him. Looks kind of indifferent. Yeah. He's, yeah. Like he's having all that bad of a time. I could leave the Oval. I could stay in the Oval. It happens. You know. It happens to the best of us. Sometimes you just wind up in an Oval. Yeah. I could, I could spend some time in an Oval. I feel like that'd be pleasant. I do believe we are getting close to the end. Because I went... Three more. Okay, cool. Because I was like... Because I went through and I like... Because I saved all these off of like... The Twitter thread, and they just like you know automatically come into the computer with like random like key smash names. So I had to like go through and like make them make sense. Oh god, let me have any more like three. Please, Lord. 
I swear, I'm gonna have to get my own router and just put it in my room and be like, this is my Wi-Fi, no one else touch it. To, uh, referring to boats as water cars. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Wow, water cars. Yeah, I feel like that's something that's uh, very appropriate, very uh, accurate. I like it. I'd like to live in a world. <laughs> Jesus. What? You want to live in Waterworld with Kevin Costner? Have you not seen that movie? I have heard tell of that movie. That's one of the, one of the worst that I like keep needing to watch in like the so... fun, so bad it's good way where you like you, you drink a lot. So cringy. I saw it like right when it well actually my brother Doug saw it in theaters and he was so upset that he what wasted did you do that for. <laughs> well, you know, because all the all the time they're like billing these things, like it's the oh, coolest yeah. thing ever. So awesome, and it was an innovative idea. The entire world covered in water. That it like it's a who cool concept. Thought? Yeah, who would have thought? I can't fault them for it, or at least not for the concept. Yeah, execution though. Bad, very bad. Mm -hmm. Only verified photo of Santa. Is it signed? Maybe I feel like that would make it like as verified as it possibly could be. They have a picture of the picture next to the picture. <laughs> See? It's like a little round thing, but it's the same picture. Interesting. Just trying to figure out what the point of that is. Ah, it's a picture. The photo is less comp- like, the, the verified photo is less complicated. You know, like, in ye olden days when they would, like, for, like, the Disney animations, they would have, like, models acted out so they could, like- yeah. Like, maybe that's... It was, like, what the modeling was used for. Uh -huh. As, like, a little example. Mocap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Final meme. Left guy's shirt. Right guy's pants. What if I want the left guy's pants and the right guy's shirt? I don't think that's a table. Well, Okay. What is being offered is actually a much better combo. Mm-hmm. You want to, like, upset people by your yes. mere presence. Me with my Hawaiian shirts. But do you wear them with whatever the heck kind of pattern that is? Flowers of some sort? I think it is, like, Hawaiian shirt and then Hawaiian shirt pants. Well, just in two different patterns. I like that you call them shirt pants and not just Hawaiian pants. To denote the specific kind of pattern, like that one. Hawaiian pattern. I wouldn't just call it that, though. I don't know why. Like, I, I feel like I have to specify Hawaiian shirt. Like, that denotes a very specific kind of floral print. The shirt is the clothing item, it's not the, the pattern. Oh, I don't know. I would just call them Hawaiian pants. And this has but been. This has been an Antiques Roadshow meme review. <laughs> There's something about him that's just so fun in, like, such a simple way. Uh, and, like, sometimes when you see him, they catch you really off guard, and you die a little bit. But then other times you're just like, this is nice. What's great about it is that 
I actually have seen all of these before. You sent them, like, the Twitter links to me. Oh, yeah. And still, it's funny. Yeah, no, they're still great. They don't get old. They still catch you off guard. They still are delightful. Because you just don't know what it's going to say. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, at no point did I know where this was going. No. No. (laughs) Which is great. We got any concluding concluding thoughts? Well, I don't want to interrupt your, like, actual thought with, like, the let's wrap this up. No. I was just... At least spend an entire episode analyzing each of these. (laughs) I mean, I've done. What a great new podcast. Listen, I'm giving myself a couple episodes to, like, get to really get back into this, because it's been a hot while since I released anything. And at the time we're recording this, we still, there's, like, a new episode has yet to be released, so I am giving myself a little time here. I've got the podcast name. Sarah Brooks overanalyzes memes to the point of everyone's chagrin. <laughs> I like it. That'll, that'll be, like, our, our sort of side show. Or like that'll be the sure, title. Yeah. That'll be like the title of like our, our stream or like our Twitch streams or whatever. <laughs> Just live meme analysis to the point that it's not funny anymore. Yeah, that's what makes it so funny. Few things in life are as funny as explaining a joke that does not really need explained. Valid. All right. Well, was that our concluding thought? Yes. Okay, cool. The concluding thought was the announcement of my forthcoming podcast. (laughs) Nice. Well, I'll subscribe. That sounds like a fun time. But yes, thank you for, uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, uh, kind of bearing with us as we really get back into the swing of things. Trying to keep our quality on the up and up. But, you know, comment if you want to see things change. I don't know. Let us know. We would love to hear feedback. It would be it would be very nice. So yeah, we'll be back again next week, hopefully with another guest. But fingers crossed. Yes, fingers crossed. So we will see you then. Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AnnSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature. Thanks for listening! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.